Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. There will be a brief ad at the end of this video. Now, I've gotten a lot of requests for the story, and I've seen the story myself, and it's in the news every single day and has been for the last few days. Airbnb guest from hell, <laughs> squatting at home for 500 days, wants the owner to pay her $100,000, uh, and the implication is if she got paid, she might leave. But she has overstayed her welcome as far as the owner of the property goes. But this one is ugly, and it's all over. I got this version from the New York Post, uh, and a bunch of people sent it to me. But an Airbnb guest dubbed the tenant from hell has been squatting at a luxurious guest house overlooking the hills of Los Angeles for more than a year and a half and is refusing to leave unless the homeowner pays her $100,000 relocation fee. By the way, Melissa Koenig wrote this for the Post. Uh, The woman rented a long-term stay at this man's Brentwood guest home in September of 21 for six months at a rate of $105 a night, with fees bringing the total to $20,793, according to court documents. But her stay was supposed to end in April of 2022, and she's been living there rent-free ever since. A judge has ruled that under the city's rent stabilization ordinance— that the man has no legal reason to evict her under Los Angeles's recently adopted Just Cause Ordinance, and he would be required to pay her a relocation fee to evict her. And you might go, well, Steve, Airbnb, what? Well, it turns out there's some technical issues with that also. So in an email to the landlord's lawyer obtained by the Los Angeles Times, the woman's lawyer argued that $100,000 is the cheapest way of getting in essence, out of the whole ordeal. Uh, It is the home of the tenant until the landlord gets a judgment, however distasteful that is to your client, the attorney wrote. So meanwhile, her attorneys also argue that she does not have to pay rent, and instead she should be refunded any rent she paid because the city never approved the guest house for occupancy and its shower was constructed without a permit. And so the real question is, if those two statements are true... Does that mean that this place is actually uninhabitable? And keep in mind that many places do say if you rent something out as an apartment, for instance, it must meet certain levels of habitability. But Airbnbs have always fallen into this gray area where people go, well, it's not, a, uh, it's not an apartment. It's, well, but you are renting it out. Isn't that similar? And so some places have said we're going to hold Airbnbs to the exact same standards. So... Her attorney says the landlord broke the law and tried to make money by renting out an illegal bootleg unit. Of course, has she gotten nothing from this? And by the way, if the place is so bad, why doesn't she move out? After he was caught, instead of doing the right thing, he has resorted to bullying, harassment, and the filing of frivolous lawsuits containing elaborate false stories, all in an attempt to cover his tracks. But of course, his attorney says that's not true. He said she's the tenant from hell. If she's right, the theory that if a landlord has something that isn't permitted, then you can stay in it rent-free forever. And that's an interesting point. Following her logic, when does she have to leave? Or when would she have to pay rent? Never? So according to court documents, um, the two people, that is the landlord-tenant, I'm going to call them landlord-tenant even though it's an Airbnb relationship, but that's just to understand the relationship. Landlord owns the property, tenant is renting it, theoretically. 
They were friendly for the first few months, uh, exchanging pleasantries when their paths crossed, and even sharing tea on a deck that separates the main house from the accessory dwelling unit. The accessory dwelling unit. Sounds like something out of Star Wars. The trouble apparently began about five months into the stay when the woman complained that her electronic blinds stopped working. (laughs) Somehow the place is uninhabitable, but it has electronic blinds. I wonder if they're Bluetooth. Uh, So when she went uh, and complained, the landlord came over to repair them, and he noticed water damage and signs of mold around the sink, which he says were not there when she moved in. So he offered to put her up in a hotel while his contractor handled the repairs, uh, and he even said he put her up in the Santa Monica Hilton, noting that many of his visiting doctors stay there, according to messages reviewed by the Times. And he even offered her $1,500 towards any other hotel, if she would just do that. And she wrote back and said, I don't feel safe being forced to vacate with a housing disability and the high risks of COVID. She cited L.A. County's COVID-19 tenant protections resolution and a 2011 doctor's note about extreme chemical sensitivities. So she says she's got a doctor's note from 2011. Now, I'm a busy man. I could do the math, but that was a while ago. Apparently still trying to placate her, the landlord then offered to uh, let her stay in his house, but she declined that as well, citing that she has a disability due to cat dander. Apparently the man's got a cat. She now claims in a countersuit that that was an inappropriate invitation. So tensions continued throughout the rest of her stay, and when it became clear she wasn't leaving, uh, he reluctantly agreed that she could stay through April 12th to give her time to find another place. Uh, So she asked for more time, but I told her it wasn't possible since I had other Airbnb reservations coming up. But then I tried to be nice and give her an extra few weeks. When she still wouldn't move, He resorted to getting the housing department involved and filing motions to evict her. So she, in turn, reached out to the Department of Building Safety, which found two code violations in the unit. Uh, One, of course, was that it was unapproved for occupancy, and the shower had never had a permit pulled to have it installed. She then sent a complaint to a housing investigator alleging illegal eviction, harassment, and a refusal to pay her relocation fees. So here's the thing. If she's saying the place is uninhabitable, shouldn't she move out? Or I don't understand why she's allowed to stay there. You'd think that the housing department would say, hey, you've got to leave. This place is uninhabitable. So obviously it is habitable. The housing investigator concluded that because the unit violated city codes, that the landlord had to withdraw his eviction notices until he could prove the guest house was in compliance. So he's got to bring it up to compliance while she's still there, apparently. So he argues that when he tried to access the unit, she won't let him in. And then he's now been fined $660 for not complying with all these various things. So they're now suing each other, uh, and it's going to be ugly. Uh, This isn't about one ruling. It's about the entire foundation, one attorney said. If she's right, you can rent an Airbnb for two days and refuse to leave on the third unless the landlord pays you to leave. Now, she's filed a counterclaim accusing the landlord of 15 violations, including negligence, nuisance, intentional infliction of emotional distress, unlawful business practices, and a violation of the L.A. County COVID procedures. She claims he knew about the potential mold before she moved in, 
and that he harassed and intimidated her to leave the rental by doing unnecessary construction, placing rotting bags of trash outside her door, shutting off her hot water, and unlawfully entering the unit. Those are allegations she's made. As these cases make their way through the court system, uh, she's continuing to live on the property, uh, and the man says it's like a war, but no bullets are flying. Every time I open the door, I'm afraid she'll be leaving at the same time. Her door is a few feet from my daughter's bedroom, he said. We don't sleep well anymore. So uh, that, of course, is safe for the last sentence for you to understand that he actually has a daughter living in his house with him, and this woman is living in the guest house and won't pay rent and won't leave. And she says that she'll leave if someone pays her to leave, but she's upset because the unit is uninhabitable. But she got in there originally through Airbnb. And so we hear stories like this involving rentals all the time, but they're usually like apartments or when someone rents a house and they fall behind in their rent or they simply overstay their lease and just won't move out. And I've heard you know nightmare stories like that before. This one's a little crazy because it says here that she's been in the unit now for over 500 days, and the allegation is that she hasn't paid for those days. However, she wants him to pay her $100,000 and she'll leave. That's what some of the allegations appear to be. So it is a bizarre story. But I'll tell you right now, I remember when Airbnb first launched. And I remember the time thinking, what a weird idea. Because I can see the notion that if I want to travel to another city and someone's willing to let me stay at their place and I pay them rent and it's less than staying at a hotel, I can see that being attractive. However, the notion that if I go away and someone's going to come stay at my place while I'm not there... (laughs) I'll pay you not to, okay? I don't want strangers in my house when I'm not here. I, I, I never got that. And if you go back and look up the phrase, I don't know, Airbnb nightmares, you'll find this story, but you'll also find others. And you'll find stories about people who put their houses on Airbnb, and then when they're gone, really bad things happen. So Airbnb changed their rules along the way, and they added like insurance, for instance, which I don't think they had at the very, very beginning And that makes a big difference. But there were some horrible stories about people who said, yeah, we came back and our unit was trashed, destroyed, like furniture burned in the fireplace, that kind of thing. And so I know it's a huge business. Uh, I know it's one of those businesses that's just taken off. And it's like, wow, who would have thought it would get as big as it did? But things like this can happen also. And if you're going to do an Airbnb especially in an area that's got extremely friendly rules and laws for renters. You've got to be careful. So they've got rent laws like that in Los Angeles. They've got them in New York City. And I've also heard stories in New York City cracking down on Airbnb renters. And so there's all kinds of issues. There's other scams out there. There's the scam where somebody posts a photograph of a beautiful place in some big city. And you rent it, and when you land in that city, you're heading to the place to go check in. You get a text, and they say, oh, we're really sorry to tell you that the people who moved out this morning uh, destroyed the plumbing. We've got plumbers in there right now. It's not going to be ready for three or four more days. I got another place for you. And it turns out you can never rent the main place because it doesn't exist. They just posted a fake bunch of photographs, stock photographs. And all they've got is 15 normal places that nobody would rent in the first place. But they tell you that's their backup. Sorry. And there's actually people, that's their business plan. That's, that's what they do. I'm not saying that's what all Airbnbers do. I'm just saying that that scam is out there. I read an extensive article about that also. And so strange stuff does happen. 
And so, you know, if I were to go stay at a, uh, a Hilton hotel someplace and I had a problem, I know I can go and contact the Hilton people. Uh, who knows? Maybe Paris will talk to me. I don't know. <laughs> However, if I have a problem with an Airbnb, okay, let's face it. If every single Airbnb are out there, how many of them are there? And you got a problem with this one or that one? It's, it's not the same. You don't necessarily get, and yeah, you can complain to Airbnb, but that's like trying to complain to Amazon. We've talked about that before also. <laughs> so this is a crazy, crazy story. But I got to tell you that Carl sent me a note. So Steve, I know everyone's sending you the story. He goes, but I'm just trying to get a story here where you'll mention my name. And um, he was one of dozens who sent me this story. But he, he said, but I also feel your pain from the other day when you mentioned your family having a 1968 international travel all. He said, because we had one too. And he said that they had a 1975 travel all. So his travel all that he drove around in as a little kid or rode around in uh, was a little more modern looking than the one that we were in. Uh, but Carl, I feel your pain. And, and I mentioned you specifically because of the shout out to the travel all. So there you go. Airbnb guest from hell squatting at home for 500 days and says she wants the owner to pay her $100,000 to leave. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. We are confronted with insurmountable opportunities.